what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Fuck Tom Brady, yo. Fuck Tom Brady. Where the bread at, Tom Brady? I need some bread. Hey, it's the gymnasium with me, XFL Jim, joined by my co-host Chase, Lupine Fiasco, the wolf of fucking Oakline, yo Gabba Gabba Ghoul, himself, Sesums, my man, I missed you, it's been a week since we've really, we didn't do the Picks Porch, obviously, because everyone will know, it's been too long. Yeah, yeah, I, I missed you too, XFL Jim, aka the whole buffalo damn right and this is kind of a light week we didn't have any college football that's not true we had army navy which we will talk about but yeah wasn't a lot i didn't watch any of it scene. let's talk about it yeah i watched all of it chase we kind of we we split the difference here i watched all of the college football being army and navy and chase watched all of the nfl and i didn't really catch any of it yeah yeah we did we got it covered that way uh so you it's, know it's perfect did you know that this is the first Army Navy game to ever go to overtime? I did not know that. I apparently I did not missed know that a really good Army it. Navy game. I was, was literally just watching the Sopranos for the last like four days. So me and Uncle Rico, we were we we gave our picks on this game Saturday morning. Uh, so we were on Navy originally, and then the lines flipped. We were on Army plus three, a little Army money line sprinkle. Army ends up winning it, but we were also on the over thirty-two. And if you if you people have been following along, the under in the Army Navy game is on a seven year stretch of always hitting. Yeah. This one would have hit if it wasn't for overtime. You know, I'm really glad that I didn't watch or gamble on this game because uh it's no secret that Yo Gabba Gabba Ghoul and Navy Unders is quite fond of each other, and that would have just broken my spirit right before Christmas. Yeah, like, every the under was fine. It was great. It was doing fantastic. And then all of a sudden, overtime hits, and just touchdown, touchdown immediately to cook it. And uh, it was all dead. Speaking of dead, uh, Ken Niamalala is out at uh, Navy, too. Now, is he fired, or is he just leaving? I just know he's out. I know he's not the coach anymore. I, I think he might be fired. There was a lot of reaction to hating hating a decision. So I I imagine that if people hate the decision, he didn't leave of his own accord. Fair. Like we've Kenny Amatololo has been a weird figure in college football, I'd say, for the last decade, because his draft stock at Navy, I think around twenty seventeen, I wanna say, couldn't be higher. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he could have taken lower... any yeah, he could have taken any job he wanted after like 2017. And then it just went lower and lower. Yeah, he was fired. So he went his record at Navy, 109 wins, 83 losses in 15 seasons. So it was it feels like it should have been a dishonorable discharge, but he was fired. Yeah, I I wonder where he ends up. Is Georgia Tech already hired? Yeah, they already hired their coach. Yeah, Georgia Tech, they stuck with the interim. Maybe he goes to like an FC, like a G5 school, another G5. Like what's uh, another I mean, G5 option team? I mean, it, I, he would really fit in in the FCS with uh, schools filled with undersized white people. I, I want to say my assumption is he might join the staff on like a BYU. I mean, that makes sense. He went there, I mean, so it, it, makes if, a, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, 
as we all know, all Hawaiians know each other and are friends. You and racists. Are, I guess Mormon. <laughs> yeah, also, also weirdly true. So we're going to go through the quick. We'll, we'll just do this. This is now becoming like a weekly segment on this show is the quick coaching carousel roundup and just give. I want one word from each of us on each one of these. So Navy's out. Who, who do we think Navy hires to start off, actually? Bobby Petrino, a Boom. man who has honor in his in soul. character. Yes. Auburn should hire him as offensive coordinator. Fucking duh, right? Uh, Stanford, David Shaw out, Troy Taylor in. Troy Taylor was the head coach of Sacramento State. I think it's a decent hire, but I was talking with Eric. Uh, he had a little inside information. Apparently, David Shaw left Stanford because I don't think Stanford's doing any NIL shit. That's crazy when you have Apple, Google, Bing, Ask Jeeves, all of those. I hear Northwestern isn't really dipping their toes too much into the... Uh, the uh, yeah, NIL I mean, either. I mean, it's like a you know, like a journalism theater school. Like those people don't have money. It just makes those schools so much harder. Yeah, yeah. But come on, Stanford. Listen, Ask Jeeves has a endless, just war chest of money for NIL. Get that Ask, Jeeves money. Ask Jeeves. We're, we're talking about this, but Ask Jeeves is probably from like uh, Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> Quite honestly. It's probably just a guy. It's just yeah, it's just a guy who used to be it's, a butler who got asked like, a lot of shit. It's a legit guy named Steve. So our our one of our favorite teams, Western Michigan, got rid of Tim Lester. They hired Lance Taylor, Louisville's offensive coordinator. I'm just like, eh. Okay, is eh. he bringing Malik Cunningham with him? No. He did and, retain Western Michigan's defensive coordinator, which was a win. Okay. But eh. Okay, my one so one word for all these, sorry. Uh, my one word is meh. Yeah, both of our words is meh. Uh, Jeff Brom for, uh, leaving Purdue, going to Louisville. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay, I think I think that's good. I think he's okay. a good coach. Okay. Uh, Purdue. I don't know who Purdue hires now. It's an interesting choice. Lombardi. You think so? Yeah, like, Vince Lombardi. Like, Oh, I thought you were talking about Joe Lombardi. No, I'm talking about the reanimated corpse of Vince Lombardi. I think they could go after Chris Creighton from Eastern Michigan. I don't want him to leave, selfishly. I'll tell you what. I think he's a really good coach. Someone needs to go after Seth Luttrell. You think so? You think someone needs to? I do. I do. I might be off the North Texas boat now. You're a big Seth Luttrell guy. I love Seth Luttrell. Listen, anyone who can pull off a fake punt, a fake punt That's return, fair. Fair. fake fair catch <laughs> to make my team look like some fools, some damn fools, I'm in their boat. Is that is that when you fell in love with Seth Luttrell in North Texas? That was the moment? Yeah, that and learning that, they, that RoboCop was an alum. That's badass. Yeah. Uh, speaking of your team, your defensive coordinator's out. Barry Odom hired to UNLV. Good for him. I think it's good. I think he's it's a decent a, coach. Hey, and it puts me even more in the in the UNLV uh, fan base than That's I right. previously was. Keep jumping in there. Uh, Kevin Wilson, Ohio State OC, is now the head coach of Tulsa. Uh, I think it's fairly good. OC at Ohio State, he's done. He seems pretty good. I'm always skeptical of of offensive coordinators from these programs that get nothing but the very best athletes constantly. Like, okay, that's great, but what are you going to do when you don't have Ohio State talent? That's true. That is true. 
Uh, Scott Satterfield goes from Louisville to Cincinnati. <laughs> My that's one a word. That's a bait. So he took he left Louisville, but Cincinnati took the L here. Um, yeah, I, yeah, honestly. I think Cincinnati is just like he could have done better, right? Yeah, Cincinnati is going to be putting a lot of L's up these days. Like I, I get. I loved him. He his time at like App State was fantastic. But that's kind of a school. It's it's sort of like a mini school that like sort of takes care of itself. I I kind of love that they just he he got fired and they were just like take your bitch ass across the river and he had to go to Cincinnati. Basically, <laughs> uh, maybe my least favorite hire of the cycle, Tim Beck to Coastal Carolina. Listen, like I after, fucking hate Tim Beck. After he did uh, Midnight Vultures, like I really was not as big of a fan of Beck. He got really dark. He's uh he's going in his dark period right now. He's getting really moody. I'm a loser, baby. So Tim why Beck, don't you hire me? Tim Beck is nothing but a loser. This is the only grade I see on CBS that has an F, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and CBS is making uh, movies like Must Love Christmas for Sunday night. So that gives you an idea of what the grading scale is like. Uh, no one's up for North Texas yet. That'll be an interesting one. Jamie Chappell. Robocop. Yes, bring in Robocop. Robocop. Not the actor. No. Bring in, like, actual, actual Robocop. Actual Robocop, yes. Uh, Jamie Chadwell to Liberty. I think, I mean, it's a great hire for Liberty, but I, I feel yeah, like this is a we new hate, lateral we move. That he, we, yeah, that he's one of the lames now. Uh, I both love and hate Dion at Colorado. I love it because I think it's a cool hire. I love Colorado swinging for the fences. I hate that I have to root against Dion. Yeah, yeah, that's going to suck for you. I'm just glad that he didn't end up at Auburn because that would suck for me. Yep, I have to and root against I, Ultimately, I'm much more concerned about me. First and foremost on this show, we are selfish. <laughs> That's we are true. self-serving, first very, and foremost. Very true. Very true. Uh, Texas State gets G.J. Kinney uh, from Incarnate Word. We said good. Tom Herman to FAU, good. Trent Dilfer, confusing. I'm all about Dilfs. All about Dilfs. As the a Dilf, I like Dilfy hires. If we're anything, we're a show for Dilfs. Yes. Uh, Hugh Freeze, we already talked about, man of character and respect and <laughs> integrity and fits perfectly at the high-class University of Auburn. Of Auburn, yeah, yeah. They, you know, on those fertile plains, they grow integrity, they grow men of honor, and, uh, you know, armed robbery. Jeez, I'm just seeing these deals. P.J. Fleck at Minnesota now has a seven-year, $42 million contract. What else? When's the last time Minnesota had something? Like, we're talking the Jerry Kill days was the last time that Minnesota like the was, mid like, decent. Uh, they, I mean, they've been decent under Fleck. Yeah, so they're yeah. retaining the one decent coach they've had since, like, yeah. Jerry Kill was having seizures on the sidelines. Uh, I'm trying to see who else has it. Uh, there's just other coaches that didn't get fired. Leopold got that extension. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, everyone saw that one coming. Mark Stoops, of course, and Dabo extended. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I talked about it with Eric. Who was our, like, biggest disappointment of the year? Biggest disappointment? For college football. I can't say Clemson, though I want to. Um, Oklahoma has to be up there, right? They're, they're, they gotta be up there. You gotta, like... I was I was seeing a tweet that said um, Venable somehow leaving Clemson and taking over Oklahoma has like 
sunk two programs to to new depths. Right. Um. I mean, the the, the ones that jump to mind immediately, Oklahoma for sure, like you said. Yeah. Uh, Miami. Because oh yeah. Miami. Miami, was like Miami. A top, top eighteen team coming into the season. Yeah. Yeah. Miami has to be up there, especially after the big the Mario Cristobal hire. Yeah. And uh, don't this forget Texas A and M. Take away turnover chains. Don't forget yeah, Texas A and M. It might be a it might be a tie between Texas A and M and actually Miami. it might be it's Texas A and M. It is hands down. It's Texas it's A&M. Texas A and M for sure. They were a top ten team pre yeah. like coming in. Like people were sprinkling them for the playoffs. Mama Mama on Twitch had to take Alabama as a big disappointment. I would say disappointing. I would say disappointing. I wouldn't say biggest upset. They're still gonna go to a New Year's six bowl. Yeah, uh, I'm still excited to see how that game turns out. I would say this is a disappointing season for Bama, not just because they lost more than one game, but because of the way they looked throughout the season. Like that, yeah, uh, unimpressive. The offensive just, and defensive lines were just unimpressive throughout. Yeah, just wholly unimpressive for sure. Now, biggest surprise team, like biggest, like boom, oh, you're good. TCU, TCU for sure. I think that's the obvious one. Yeah. Uh, outside I'll, I'll, of that. Maybe put Washington? Yeah, but they did get a big new Phoenix, you know? They did get a big new Phoenix. I think he might be coming back, too. <laughs> Always good keep, when your Phoenix rises twice. You if know? they keep that Phoenix. <laughs> you know? Never lose the big Phoenix. Uh, I think Michigan going undefeated again was a huge surprise. I don't think it... I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Because... Uh, I think they've kind of shown that they're they're at Ohio State's level now in terms of in terms of talent, I guess. Because it used That's to be fair. they just weren't as talented, but they've kind of they've bumped it up in recruiting. I guess I guess you know what the biggest surprise is is that Jim Harbaugh hasn't done something wholly embarrassing yet. I mean, he might in the off season. He might say something incredibly stupid. Yeah, yeah, like kind of do his eyes like you know, I would say something Mark, with a bad Asian accent. Mike Norvell at. FSU, I think, was a big surprise. Because yeah. I think I think coming into the year, everyone thought he was on the hot seat. Everyone was penciling Dion in to like go for that job, and then he just coached like they just got better. I'll they tell you what, it's good. A huge surprise for me, Jim. Uh, Kentucky making a bowl game. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know what? I'll scribble them down on the disappointment list. Good. How? Also, like it's also funny, just all right. They were a disappointment to you. They were also a disappointment to me at the same time because they won football games. It's got to be so defeat. Like they're playing the exact same bowl game as last year, but both teams are worse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Iowa, Iowa has to be up there in disappointments. I I can't put any team in the Big Ten West because that whole fucking division's terrible. Illinois. Maybe it Illinois either... deserves on the surprise list. I put them on the surprise. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't pull it together at the end. But I mean, put Purdue on the surprise because like this is the first time Purdue won the division and made the championship game. That's true. That's true. Uh, but Illinois, I mean, you know, it's not that they didn't finish strong. It's just that they burned. Yeah, that defense is still good. That like I will stand by Illinois' defense is still really good. And as soon as they don't have Danny DeVito's kid playing quarterback, I mean, can you imagine a four foot eight quarterback out there running around as a running back? That'd be funny. As a quarterback, just work. at any position, running, a four, kicker or punter, a four-eight running back would be objectively funny. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about low man wins. 
Oh, Tulane as a surprise, as a big oh, one. Duh. Let's go fighting squid billies. They were they were awful last year. They won like three games last year, and then they turn around and lose two. Um, surprisingly to Southern Miss for some reason, but also win the AAC. All bets are off when Frank Gore's kid runs the Wildcat. That's fair. And now they're favored against USC. That's, that's awesome. That's, that makes that's, me happy. I think Caleb Williams, that, that that tells me that Caleb Williams probably isn't playing, but. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, uh, I'm kind of disappointed he won the, the Heisman. I don't know. Maybe Duggan. No, I, I don't. I think they should have come out. They should have had the ceremony. They should have invited everyone to New York. And just nobody wins. And then they would be like, none of you deserve this this year. The book is closed. No one wins I, the Heisman. Yeah, it was kind of one of those years where, like, nobody really, no one deserved I felt, it. deserved it. Yeah, there was no there was no breakout star. There was no Caleb. It was like Caleb Williams, I guess. Like, that's what everyone who voted for Caleb Williams to win the Heisman. They they wrote Caleb Williams, and then second place they wrote, I guess. His last two regular season games were fantastic, and he, he schooled Notre Dame, but. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm excited got, to see him next year. He got uted so hard. So also hard. like the streak, like if you're a quarterback, how do you just never, how do you just not want to play for Lincoln Riley all the time? I don't know that. I mean, his, his quarterbacks win Heisman's. They don't do shit else, but they win Heisman's. They get picked high. So you get money. Yeah, it's true. It's like, true. They get, they get picked high and they win Heisman's. And, but let's see. Okay, so you win a Heisman. At this point, okay, in college, I guess winning a Heisman could translate to lifelong dollars. But it te- before before that, before NIL, back with the Bakers and, and the Kylers. And all I'm saying is, yes, they win Heismans. But outside of Jalen Hurts, like, it's not like, like his quarterbacks do anything. True, but they do get picked first. That's true. That and like, that's the money thing. Like that's, that's, the, like, that's generational money. True. Yeah. Like that's once you get picked first or like in the top first round, like he could point that as like, Hey, look what I did. I'm getting these guys fucking paid, which by the way, we need to talk about Baker's performance. Whenever we start talking about the NFL, you want to just start talking about it now? Uh, are we done with the, is it, do we want to hit like a video or anything first or we, uh, you know what, let's, let's use that to transition. Let's, let's good. use the video yeah. to transition right here. Um, we've been kind of doing this thing where we pick like a video each week just to like peruse and talk about this week. Chase came up with something. Yeah. And I like it's this something. One. It's something. Look, look, first of all, I thought that the surprise was this white kid could throw hands. Like, look at that. Boom. Nice. And then yes. <laughs> Yes. It only would have been better if he dragged him from for several feet afterwards. Like if he got his legs stuck under the go-kart and then he was dragged. I'm always a big hit and run guy. That's always a, a like the unforeseen car. Yeah. Is always but how about hilarious. This? How about just Big ups to little brother for taking care of big bro, who is obviously getting his ass kicked. He was getting his ass beat. Like, hold on. Whoa, that's my brother. Someone pull start my car. I'm taking this dude down. I want to believe that if I saw my little brother getting hands, getting like tossed outside of a bar and I was like pulling up, I would 
I'd, I'd probably do the same thing and just, like, you just a hit regular a... pickup. Yeah, and, well, <laughs> I, I'd actually like to imagine that you would do the exact same thing in a go-kart. If I had a go-kart, <laughs> I'd do it in the go-kart. That's just a fact. I, I, I imagine it would be like watching Donkey Kong from Mario Kart. <laughs> just <laughs> smash into somebody? Just, just, <laughs> just roll it over somebody on Rainbow Road. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you in a tiny go-kart might be the funniest thing that I've pictured in my head in decades. That you know what? I, you just Donkey Conning. I used to want when I was when I was not that little, when I was like in middle school, like 12, 13 years old, I used to never want a car. I was always like, I just want a go-kart. I don't want a car to drive around town. I want a go-kart. I want to take a go-kart to school. I want to take a go-kart down to the grocery store. I want to take a go-kart to the bar. I still want to take a – could you imagine pulling up to the bar in a go-kart? You know, when I was in high school, um, I there Johnny Cash has a song called One Piece at a Time. Are you familiar with the song One Piece at a I Time? Am. I, in high school, unwittingly came up with the exact same plan to steal a go-kart from from Walmart. Because they would have go-karts just sitting in front of Walmart, you know, chained up. I was like, I could just steal that bitch. Just one one bolt, one screw I think about time. shit like this all the time. How you could just, you, you could get it one piece at a time and it wouldn't cost you a dime. Like, if they're all just plugged in, ready to go to, if they're all, like, gassed up and they got keys, I'm like, I just, I could just take this. I'm no, no. I want to. I want to do it the the good the American way. I want to put some work into it. I literally want to take it piece by piece by piece and reassemble I would, it at home. I would. What would happen? That. What would happen is I would just have a garage full of uh, individual go kart parts strewn about because I do not have the mechanical knowledge to put it back together. Yeah, you try and like Lego it where you have all the pieces. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Let's get to the NFL. Let's talk about the NFL. Let's talk about the NFL. Let's talk about the professional football. God damn it. I didn't watch any games today. I was so busy with shit. Let's start with Thursday. Baker. <clears throat> Baker Two coming days. out, baby. Two days. He's in L.A. And then he gets... And then, then I don't know if it's way to go Baker or LOL Raiders. Uh, I think it, it might both. just be LL Raiders. It could be, be both. both. It could be both. It was. This is my Baker fandom talking, but it could be both. It was. Hey, fact. You want a fact? Is he's the only Heisman winning quarterback to shake his dick at the Kansas sideline? That's that's a fact that'll never die. Never die. That that game winning drive from Baker was beautiful. I was losing my shit watching it, honestly, because I was like. He's going to win this fucking game. And like, all right, if I'm jo- if I'm Sean McVay, after that game, I run, I have the ball boy send a game ball to the opposing locker room to Jerry Tillery because he was an idiot. They sack him. Time is running out. It's not going to happen. And yeah, he comes and slaps Boom. the ball out of the hand, gets a 15-yard penalty like a moron. And then... uh. Bakey Cakes becomes an LA legend. Just I would have I would have sent the same thing, but the ball would have LOL in permanent marker on it. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. So I mean it was very much an LOL Raiders game because they should have won. Um 
I don't know. I as much as I like to take credit for my uh Denver, you know, prognostication, I was really wrong about the Raiders. I think they should have kept Passaccia. Every day I see the Raiders. Every week I see the Raiders play. I think I don't think they'd be doing this with Passaccia as the head coach. No. But you wonder if he'd still have the same magic. No, I don't think I don't think he would, but I think the players liked him, and I think he's not a complete and utter fool like McDaniels is. Yeah. I, do you have more respect for Bill Belichick now that you realize he's literally been doing everything by himself for like two decades now? I think McDaniels is a good enough OC. I don't understand what it is when he becomes a head coach that everything just falls away. I think Tom Brady was just a good quarterback. No, that's probably a better point. Yeah. God, he's so bad. He's so, so, I don't get so it. So fucking I bad. don't get it at all. This does, you know what this does make me respect Bill Belichick more. And I didn't like it. So it's from nothing to a little bit higher. Yeah. But God. Damn. I mean, I think the, I think the person I've grown to respect more out of this than anything else is Steve Belichick. Yes. <laughs> Hit that video. You know, I want to see uh, it. Okay. Okay. Let me pull it up. Let me fucking pull it there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just love cocaine. He's got the eyes and the scrunched nose too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He he broke bad. Oh my god. Um. What do we think of the Lions making a potential run? I I feel reinvigorated. I feel rein. The Lions have me reinvigorated. Like, listen. What did I What did I say before the season started? I was like, all right, the Lions are going to be good. They're going to win the NFC North. This is their year. I believe in the Lions. And then they came out and they looked like a gigantic pile of dog shit after I was even more hyped up for fucking, you know, after fucking hard knocks, right? Uh, they're get, they're doing the dangerous thing, and that's hope. If you're a Lions fan, you have to have hope now, and hope is dangerous. I think they can do it, man. Listen. They've got the weapons. They have the weapons. They they've proven that they can outscore teams. Defense, not so much. Yeah, the defense is bad, but yeah. Hey, their offense, it's really good and it's fun to watch. Like that's the best thing about the Dol- about the Lions is that they're fun. And plus, they got Jamison Williams now, like God, a healthy Jamison Williams. One year after he tears his fu- his knee, fucking explodes against. Against uh, Georgia, yeah, dude, they're they're yeah. That this team is loaded. Uh, Ravens knocked the Steelers out of the playoffs. They're officially eliminated, I believe. Oh, oh, not only that, not only that, we had Tyler Huntley, the backup for the Lamar. Ravens for Lamar, get knocked out with a concussion. You had Kenny who Pickett was playing this game. I'm the, I check this check the box score because I'm not well, sure who came in look. for Lamar. Let me Hunt. take a look at these stats here. Player stats <laughs> for for the Ravens. Uh, Tyler Huntley leaves the game eight for twelve with eighty eight yards. Anthony Brown. Oh, thanks for having the most nondescript name, so we have no idea where who the you fuck are, is Anthony, Anthony Brown. Brown from. Okay, yes, he, he went to Oregon. Oh yeah. He was there before, uh, what's his name last year? Or was he there last year? When did he play at Oregon? Well, he was there after Herbert, right? Immediately after Herbert. He must have been there right after Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. He's older than Herbert, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
let me see. Anthony Brown, Oregon quarterback. Uh, he's 24. So he went to Oregon. Uh, he went to Boston College and then Oregon in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, like when we were in yeah, Vegas, right at, he was the quarterback. He, yeah, yeah, right after, right after uh, old Herbert. But I think he's older than Herbert. So he's 24. <laughs> How old's Justin Herbert? Like 23. 22? They're the same age. They're the same. They're the same age. Age. They're both, both born in 98. That's almost as good as the Stetson Bennett is the same age as Lamar Jackson. That is, uh, I still love that stat. I still love yeah. that. And That's the Steelers had uh, obviously Mitch Trubisky come in. Yeah, the Trubisk. So the stats for both quarterbacks for the Steelers are Kenny Pickett 0 for 1, knocked out. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky comes in 22 for 30 for 276 yards and one touchdown with uh, three interceptions. A very Trubisky stat line. Yeah, he came in, looked just as good as he had throughout the rest of the season. Just a Trubiscuit of a stat line. And the Steelers are done. Steelers are done. They can still make sure five. They can still go 500, though, which is the big I mean, thing for Mike Tomlin. I guess, are they still, could they win the division? Eh? No. I don't no, think so. No, 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 no. I think they're done. No. Pretty sure they're done. Uh, Browns. Uh, Bengals. The Bengals kind of kicked that off their shoulders. Bengals win 23-10. I think this is the first time with Joe Burrow that the Bengals have beaten the Browns. This is a fact. This is another factoid um, dropping right now. Uh, damn it, he's just good. He's just good. There's really he's, nothing else you, so you can say. Good. He should coach Cincinnati and also play quarterback at, at for the Bengals. That would have been he's, a winning, winning hire. You know? As good as all the stats are for Joe Burrow, he just has that it factor that swag that I don't you can't the intangible of intangibles that yeah. you just want to root for him. you just believe he can win no matter what I'm gonna be honest with you his teeth scare me he a lot he should scare you though I don't I feel like those aren't his actual teeth he probably got crowned as like a early college kid yeah that's when you that's when you know college kids are gonna be stars is when their teeth get better and their acne clears up Bills Jets. Someone is invested in them. He's invested in himself, goddammit. He was probably getting NIL money before NIL. Yeah. <laughs> when it was just called business as usual. When it was just called, oh, here's a McDonald's bag full of $100 yeah. bills. Yeah, it was that It was that bow money. Business as usual. Bills Jets, Bills 20, Jets 12, defensive game. Bucking, these teams are pretty good. The biggest news to me was the hard-hitting analysis of Tony Romo, who I figured out just just gives analysis and sound effects. Like, uh, this is a direct Tony Romo quote from this broadcast. And he was like, Arr! I become less of a fan of Tony Romo every week. He says some funny things. He says Oh, he's very funny. Things. He's funny, but he is n he's not good at color commentary because I do not he just... Yeah. He sounds like he is perpetually playing golf and his putt is just like teetering on the edge of the cup, like in Caddyshack. And it was just, just like, ah, ah. he's always on that about to come state. <laughs> just, and you just never release old vinegar strokes. Romo who never, <laughs> never lets it go. He, Tony Romo officially into denial. He's, he's into, he's, <laughs> he's just into orgasm denial. Yes. He's been a he, bad boy. He's a big chastity fan. He's locked he's, up he's for just, sure. He, he's wearing a full latex suit. He is strapped to the massage table. 
And he's being That's denied tough. constantly. This Jim Nance is just denying him in the booth. <laughs> Jim Nance with the fluffer coming in, just being like, oh, here you go. Here you go, Romo. Oh. Do your analysis. <laughs> Don't you dare, Romo. Don't you dare. Hello, friend. Don't you finish. <laughs> Texans 23, Cowboys 27. We we all, God, I think I described this to you as the, the retard fight of retard fights. Cause you did. This was the, you said this was like the shortest bus. This would, this would, didn't even have room for the wheelchair. No. Um, yeah. Somehow the Cowboys came back and won it. They should have won it with a Michael Gallup touchdown at the end, uh, but they didn't, uh, which hurt my fantasy team, which is trying to jump into fifth place. God damn it. I just, I don't know. I didn't watch any of this because who cares? Yeah. Who really cares? Eagles beating the Giants 48 to 22. Jesus Christ. And uh, it wasn't think, even that close. I think they're the first team to secure a playoff spot. Yeah, I, I think they've pretty well, unless something just terrible happens, I think they've got uh, best best record in the league pretty well wrapped up. I think it's pretty much locked in. <laughs> It's pretty insane. The only team they lost to is the Washington Commanders. That's not sad because Taylor not, Heineke. It was, it was not a Carson Wentz. It was Washington not Commanders. a No one loses to the Carson Wentz Commanders. Everyone loses to the, to the Heineke Commanders. Dude. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Soapbox time. This is why you need to get rid. Just fire Dan Snyder. Get rid of the GM. Make sure Dan Snyder. Because. Anybody else worth their salt would have invested in Taylor Heineke. Like let let's put let's start spinning. Let's give Taylor Heineke a modest contract, and then save all that money that we would have had to spend on Carson fucking Wentz, <laughs> who has just proved why you should hate him. Like I all like I have since he left Philly. And let's put it in some like superstars around him, and you could maybe fuck around and win the NFC East. You could fuck around to do that. Yeah, man. Not this year. Not this year. Philly's got not that with this Eagles out. team, but yes, they could. You could fuck around and make the playoffs. Let's just let's just fuck around, friends. God. Hello, friend. <laughs> You'll never hear that the same again. No, Hello, you won't. Friend. <laughs> and then. Just the sound of like uh, <laughs> leather being rubbed up against. <laughs> Jaguars thirty six. <laughs> Jaguars thirty six. Titans twenty two. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't unsee it. Don't want to unsee it. I don't want to unsee. I want to keep seeing it. Yes, that's a that's a Photoshop that needs to happen. Yeah, Jacksonville kicked the shit out of the Titans and. What? Derrick Henry had like 120, 116 yards by halftime. He had 121 total. Jesus uh, Christ. Trevor Lawrence is actually kind of coming into his own. He's looking little pretty bit. good. Doug Peterson, some sort of quarterback whisperer, it turns out. I mean, he turned Carson Wentz into something. To an MVP. Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs 34. Broncos 28. Russ cooked. Uh, are you sure? He, you sh you sure about he that? Put up like thirty-two points in fantasy. He did. He did. Yeah, he Russ did cooked. Good. He might have twenty-three for thirty-six. The bathrooms in his home now. 
three touchdowns <laughs> in this game. I I think that got him up there. I think he, he tied. I think he tied. He now has the exact same number of touchdowns of places to poop in his home. We if, you're, oh. if you're only doing the traditional places to poop. Also the leading rusher on the Broncos. Like, this is the Russell Wilson you want to see. You yeah. lost, but still. Yeah, this is this was it. This was the Russ game. Because, for some reason, Denver always plays the Chiefs close. Yep, and you saw even a little Brett Ripon sighting at the end. Because I think Russ got knocked out with concussion protocol. <laughs> so, yep, that was the one Russ game. That's it. That's all you get to see. And the Chiefs still pulled it out, even though this was kind of an ugly Chiefs game. We're going to talk about these two together because you had something to say about it. So the Bucks 7, 49ers 35, and the Panthers 30, Seahawks 24. Yeah. Uh, it would shock you to find out that Bucks 49ers was, quote-unquote, America's Game of the Week. And, Jim, they did something during the broadcast that I have never seen before watching professional football. They body bagged this game like at the beginning of the third quarter. <laughs> it wasn't even late in the third quarter. It was like the early in the third quarter. And they were like, let's take you to the much more interesting and compelling Seattle Seahawks, Carolina Panthers game. Did you ever think that you would see Tom Brady against the 49ers Ooh. get flexed out and Carolina with Sam Darnold? And Seattle, with Geno Smith, get flexed in. I don't think I ever would have thought that, ever in my life. Also, I am constantly in awe and shock, quite honestly, at just the sheer size and magnitude of Greg Olson's fucking head. It's big. It's a big head. Both, both the one on his head and the one at the tip of his penis are probably massive. Yeah. Oh man, though that always matches. That is always in, and you know, like Einstein, big old fat dick head, big mushroom <laughs> head <laughs> equals MC squared dick. Um, so I mean, yeah, that that absolutely that was just hilarity this worth. Also, there was a moment when they were showing Leonard Fournette just sitting on the bench with like this stank face. And all I could imagine was that, like, Tom Brady was like, listen, guys, we're going back to my hometown. I'm going to take you to a really sweet local restaurant. And then they took him to Olive Garden. And so, Tom ordered for him and made him get the tour of Italy. The Bucks sit atop the NFC South right now with a record of six and seven. Yeah. I think this yeah. might be the worst division in the NFL. My team isn't even Panthers good this year. Well, I mean, the Panthers are number two at five and eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Panthers have an you, outside we shot. Could left, we could have left that unsaid, but okay. They have yeah. an outside shot to win the division because they already have a game up on the Bucks. Fucking Christ. Now, would you rather have the Bucks or the Panthers win? The Panthers. Okay. There you go. The Bucks could maybe get in and win a game. No, I'm here for the lulls. I want the, the Panthers, Panthers. Get destroyed. I want the Panthers with, at this point, I don't know who plays quarterback of Sam Darnold and, like, PJ both go out. Uh, if they both go out? Yeah. Who? What, let's take a look at the depth chart, because I sure as shit do not know without Baker there. They trade picks back to L.A. Oh, to get, I mean, he's on the IR, but it would be Matt Corral. 
Matt Corral doesn't care about football. All he cares about is his motorcycle, his band, and his girl. He's no longer in a walking boot from a September surgery on his foot, but it'd be it, it's Sam Darnold, then P.J. Walker, then Matt Corral. Is Matt Corral the Panthers quarterback of the future? He's the one that they drafted. So, yes. We could say yes, but I think the Panthers have a pretty – like they should have a decent pick in the next cu- upcoming one. Yeah, with probably one of the most meh quarterback classes. Might be even more meh than last year. Who's the number one guy? It's Bryce Young, right? By like, hey, we keep hearing it's Will Levis. It's Bryce Young, right? Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. Bryce Young, right? <laughs> right. I that's that's the thing is like I feel it, it, Will Levis has been the guy that they've said is going to be the first quarterback picked all year. I don't see it. I mean, for one, he's not gonna. He's not going to pass the wonder lick because he puts fucking mayonnaise in his coffee and eats bananas with the peels on. There's something up with that kid. Yeah, you don't pass wonder licks if you don't know how to eat food like a I fucking human. I feel like human. everyone will look at his measurables, though, and just point to Josh Allen. Because, like, Josh Allen didn't really impress in college and had all the measurables and then look where he is. But I think that's more testament to the Bills staff. I think I if I think if Will Levis ended up on, like, I don't know, what's a good... Like if he ended up on the 49ers, I think he'd be great. But I think most quarterbacks would be great on the 49ers. You don't have to do much to be I mean, let's look look, look at what Brock well, Brock Purdy ball out today, let's be fair. Brock Purdy's a baller. Yeah. There was a moment like whenever they were like up a lot where I I think that I think <laughs> I think that Shanahan looked at his bench was like, All right, we're up big. Let's put in the put in the backups. Uh well, never mind, carry on. You you literally are all backups at this point. Yeah, it's just nothing but backups at this point. Let's see what the let, let's see what was the okay. We're we want to play a little mock draft right now for what we see on uh, WalterFootball.com. Let's do it. Okay, Houston. They have the Houston Texans selecting Bryce Young first. By the way, Wal- Walter Football is this a football site administered by a fucking basset hound? I wonder. I think I think Bryce Young overall makes sense. Okay. Uh, they, I think I mean like he's shown he's really good and he can like he can he can make stuff up on the fly. I, it's unknown how he'll do in the pros. I don't know, but I he, I think he's good. You just have to. I feel like you got to be so wary of like Big Twelve quarterbacks now. Like it's just, it's just Big Twelve football just isn't pro football. But SEC though. Yeah, well, it matters more. But yeah, he plays in the SEC. Oh. Jesus Christ. I'm thinking of Bryce Petty for some yeah, you reason. Are. Bryce Petty at Baylor a couple years ago. Yeah, okay. No, I, I actually I still don't like Bryce Young. I, I like, like him. Bryce Young. But like it's the same thing we talk about with Ohio State quarterbacks and Alabama quarterbacks. Like you have all this talent compared to everyone you're playing against. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mac Jones is elite. <laughs> the only one that's kind of like bucked the trend, like I love Tua. I'm a big Tua non guy, but he hasn't looked as he obviously doesn't look as good in the pros as he did in college. The only one that bucked the trend is Jalen Hurts, and that's because he can run like a tank. Yeah. So here's and Justin Fields to an extent, but well, here's the, here's the deal: is I think that I, I have the same knocks on Bryce Petty that you had on that that I have on Tua, which is durability is going to be an issue because durability he's not a big size. guy. He's, yeah, Dur- he's a smaller guy. Yeah. I mean, can he make the throws? Yeah. Can he run an offense? Sure. But, I mean, what's going to happen whenever someone picks him up and slings him to the ground and he gets the brain scramblies? Sure. Only takes a couple hits. Uh, they have the Bears selecting Will Anderson, the DN from Alabama, which I guess that, that makes total sense. Yeah, he's all-world pretty he's much. Fu- he's really he should be number good. one. 
They got the Seahawks taking Jalen Carter, D-tackle. Again, that's kind of a easy pick in my mind. Yeah. They got the Lions selecting a quarterback. I wonder how Uncle Rico will think about this. They got him selecting C.J. Stroud. God. Ohio, when are we going to learn our lesson with Ohio State quarterbacks? As they could look as good as anything in college. I Like, the closest we had. I don't know. It, I'm trying to think of a successful Ohio State professional quarterback. Okay, so we had C.J. Stroud, who in his career has not beaten the one team that it was actually kind of, it's actually been a toss-up of if they should beat or not. Yeah. Michigan. Man, the Big Ten is dog shit. Hey, they got three good teams. Who's the third? I think Penn State's a good team. The only teams they okay. lost to this year are oh, Michigan oh. and Ohio State. Okay. Okay. Sure. I think, I, think, I think if you're just going by conferences as a whole, I think the best conferences, in my opinion, top to bottom, might be the Big 12 and Pac-12. Don't disagree, quite honestly. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, let it be said for the record that it just means more. It does mean more. I think they have, obviously, the best team in Georgia. Yeah, and I, I think they probably have the most, the best talent top to bottom team-wise, but you're probably correct that when it comes to actual, like, team football playing yes. as teams, the, the Big 12 and Pac-12, yeah, they had it pretty well on lockdown. Rosie's chiming in. She agrees. I also just don't think, like, I'm just never going to be okay with Ohio State quarterbacks. Like, Justin Fields, he could run like crazy, and he's looking great. I'm still waiting to see how that turns out at Chicago, but I don't... Ohio State, we have a track record now. Kirk Herbstreet the- chokes as a quarterback calling game, calling NFL games. Like, I don't understand He's great how- in college, but he just... Yeah, same. Ex- they touch the NFL, it just doesn't work. It turns to shit. They got the Eagles selecting Miles Murphy, D-end at Clemson. I mean, makes sense. Okay. The yeah. only thing Clemson's done great this year is defense. That's the the only players that I would draft out of Clemson would be defensive players. Oh, you're gonna love this one, Carolina Panthers with the sixth pick overall. According to this, are selecting Will Levis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, quarterback two years in a row talking football are. God, that's just a indi- well. I mean, come on, new coach. You always want to get your own quarterback in there, right? I get it. I get it. I think when you, you clean take, house like that, you got to get your own people. I think you take for another year and then you go after someone in the next draft. Probably. That's probably the best way to do it. Uh, not probably what they do. Yeah. They got the Jaguars taking Joey Porter Jr., quarterback, ten, Penn State. I think that's a good pick. Penn State's defense has been great. Oh, I think you said quarterback. I was like, what? No, cornerback. Dude, if Joey Porter, I mean, Joey Porter Jr., if he's got any of his dad in him, is uh, a dog. Uh, they got the Cardinals selecting B. John Robinson out of Texas. I think probably the best running back coming out of this draft. I agree. Um, it's it's high for a running back, but whatever. Hey, but it can pay off. Yeah, it can. Uh, they got the Colts taking Tanner McKee, Stanford quarterback. What the fuck is wrong? I think with the you Colts. So the the Colts are going after the their last great quarterback came they're from go- Stanford. A- Andrew Luck magic. They're, they're going for yeah. the Andrew Luck magic. Yeah, that's the only thing that explains that. He's got like a, he's got a good arm. He's got good measurables, but like I don't know. Stanford sucks. Uh, they got the Falcons taking Jared Verse, DE out of Florida State, and that's really the only other one I care about. That's just okay. the top ten. Okay. Moving on, I suppose. 
I still hate the Steelers are going to take Peter Skaronsky, and I just Northwestern just turns out at least one first rounder at offensive line every year. It feels like. Jim, do we just want to abandon the NFL now and talk about the list of holiday movies that you found? Yeah, let's talk about the 100 best holiday, specifically Christmas movies, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Let's just go through these real quick and see if we've even seen some of these. So I bet half of these are like Hallmark movies straight to, straight to DVD. Uh, A Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding. Boo. So synopsis. I own this. it, in fact. And you I'm own not it. A- not a fan. Not a fan. You own it. Okay, we won't even Listen, talk about Prince, that Prince. Prince had a thriving music career. Why did he <laughs> ever need to make a holiday movie? <laughs> Up next is The Holiday from 2006. Boo! Uh, two, Boo for the name! Two women, one from America and one from Britain, swap homes at Christmas time after a bad breakup. That's all happy, I'm reading about. That's happy synopsis. Christmas. Happy Christmas. Jim, you're an asshole. Uh, it's got Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black. How is this the most forgettable <laughs> holiday movie ever made? <laughs> Up next is The Family Stone from 2005. Good one. Craig T. Nelson is a boss. Yes. I'm for it. Rachel okay. McAdams is hot. Also for it. I don't know if... Are they in this movie? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Along with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. And Dermot Mulroney. Yes. Uh, the Princess. I could go on. <laughs> Up next is a 2021 movie, The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star. Get the fuck out of here. When a priceless that. Christmas relic is stolen, royal lookalikes Margaret and Stacy turn the, uh, to the audacious doppelganger Fiona. And right, her power power through the next fifteen or so. Uh, last holiday, Noel, the princess switch switched again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Santa Claus two. Get that bullshit out of here. The Polar Express, the animated one that looks very uncanny so valley likes. Very, very uncanny creepy. valley. Very uh, Love hard twenty twenty one. It's not a porno. Not a porno. Mm-hmm. Uh, Falling for Christmas twenty twenty two. Dr. Seuss is the Grinch, that one that came out like like four years ago. The animated one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a California Christmas. That's got to be like a Hallmark. It's a Netflix. Yeah, okay. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Really? 1994. Oh, okay. So there, there's that one. Yeah. Uh, the Preacher's Wife, also not a porno. Uh. Well, Okay, that's right, because the original was a bishop, the Bishop's Wife that had, like, Jimmy Durante in it. Yeah, this one's got Denzel, Whitney this Houston. This one's got Denzel. Yeah, Listen, yeah. anything with Denzel and Whitney that's that lowly rated, I call bullshit on. Uh, 2020, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Anything with Dolly, I'm just going to love. Hey, y'all, this is Dolly Parton. Uh, why does love... she sound like Adam Thielen? I don't know why you made her sound like that. <laughs> uh, love Actually. Hey! Love actually deserves to be way up there. Yeah, I think so too. The Christmas Chronicles too. Okay, that's the what... that's the holiday term uh, Terminator film. It's got Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn, Darby Camp, and Judah Lewis. Okay, uh, Silent Night, twenty twenty one. That's a that's like a that's a that's a horror film. I think. I think that's the scary. Uh, I think that's the scary Santa movie. Yeah. Yes. That's not as. 
which uh, I I'm kind of a fan. I need we need to see Violent Night. Yes, that's coming out this year, right? Yes, that's like out yes, right now. We yeah. should see that and do a little review on that. Krampus from 2015. Uh, I every time I hear about Krampus, I just think of Taco from the League. I do too, and I just think like Mary Krimbus and all that stupid shit. Home Alone yes, at number good. 80 is insane. Like the original Home Alone is insane to me. <laughs> It makes me think of Dave Chappelle's stand up when he's talking about the Ukrainians fighting Russians. And he's like, he's like, they're taking, they're killing Russians with basically just home alone, <laughs> home alone traps. They're touching hot doorknobs like, ah, 80s way too low, right? Yeah, that's a top 10. It's below the princess switch one. <laughs> How did we get the trilogy on this list? We got the whole trilogy on there. Uh, the oh, night before Christmas, uh, night with a K. So, no, man, hell no. So, uh, single all the way. I want to kill myself based off that title. <laughs> uh, Godmothered. Uh, okay. Yeah, all right. A very Murray Christmas. A very Murray Christmas? Yeah, with George Clooney, Rashida Jones, Miley Cyrus, and Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. No, that was awesome. Yeah, it was good. That I was remember that. really good. Yeah. Do you know who it was directed by? Spike Jones, Sophia Coppola. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because she did Lost in Translation. Yep, yep. Yep. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I didn't see this one. They fucking made that. I don't remember them ever making this, but apparently they did. Uh, the Christmas Chronicles one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Scrooged. Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scrooged is up here. I like Scrooged. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I wouldn't have put it higher than Home Alone. Bill Murray clocking in a lot of work in the in the top 100 Christmas movies. Spirited? A modern musical rendition of Charles Dickens' classic holiday, A Christmas Carol. Okay, the whatever. Fuck out of here. The Night Before, one of them Seth Rogen movies. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I like that, that one. That was really good, yeah. Because uh, you, you had my favorite guy, Michael Shannon, in there as Mr. Green, the weed dealer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 69, oh, I feel like this is too low for this movie. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I think this was a deliberate ploy to get it at number 69. I mean, very well. if that's the case, then I'm fine with it. Uh, the yeah. Best Man Holiday. I, get the okay. fuck out uh, of here. The Noel Diary. Just go fucking end your life. Charles I bet it's Charles. about a young girl named Noel. Uh, when best-selling author Jake Turner returns home at Christmas to sell his estranged mother's estate, he discovers a blah 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 something about Noel, whatever the fuck. Uh, Black Christmas, nineteen seventy-four. I think this is a great movie, good horror so, movie. Oh, I I thought this was like a black exploitation film. Like no, black no, no. Night. This is like this is an OG slasher film. Um, super like female empowering in the seventies. It's a really good movie. Okay, I like I'll, I'll I like take it. your word for it. It's very, I like it quite a bit. You know the movies that you like scare me. It's a 70s, like, slasher. So, like, if you think Halloween is still scary, I don't know what to tell you, but. Well, I mean, the first time you see Halloween, it's got some, eh, Oh, yeah, moments, the, yeah, but it's still, like, those old slashers. Like, sure, it, sure. It, it, it's it's it, not like. I love not, them. It's not like watching a hostel or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, say, uh. Banana Splits, what, maybe. Banana Splits, which still haunts my dreams. A Christmas Prince. Uh, so another yeah, thing. Get the fuck out of here with the monarchy and the. And I was the gonna say Christmas. There's a lot of royal family shit for Christmas. What is, what is England smoking? The monarchy has no place in Christmas. Uh, 1969's Frosty the Snowman at number 64. Too low. 
I'm with Happy you Happy birthday! Uh, yeah. Guess what? Another one uh, right here. I quote this one's that about every time Scotland. I get naked, Jim. I can see that. I just drop my pants. I go, Happy birthday! I, I go... Hearted snowman. I always say that I tell a lie, and then my penis grows. I'm, I play the Pinocchio angle. A castle for Christmas is up next. Another Dumb royalty good. bullshit. Right. Uh, this one makes sense Rattling. for number 62. Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Banger. Probably a banger. Probably top 10. Uh, Little Drummer Boy 1968. I think that movie is dog shit, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Get Santa. What, uh, fuck off. Uh, Last Train to Christmas 2021. No, thank you. Let It Snow 2019. Don't care. A Christmas Horror Story. Just getting right to it. That sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a movie so bad that I would love it. Yep. Uh, a Boy Called Christmas. If you're named Christmas, you should just end your life. Uh, <laughs> 8-Bit Christmas up next. That sounds kind of fun. That actually was pretty good. Here's the one you talked about, The Bishop's Wife. Yeah, who's in that? Uh, Cary Grant, Loretta Young, David Niven, Niven, and Monty Woolley. That's right. It wasn't, it wasn't, I was thinking Jimmy Durante for some reason. No, it was Cary Grant. Okay. Came out in 1947. Uh, this one also seems really low. The Charlie Brown Christmas. I feel like Charlie Brown just kills it with the holiday episodes. Listen, one more of these bullshit rankings. I think we just put a put a nail in this episode and say, well, up next is a Christmas cool. Carol. But the 51 what? one, I don't know if that's really that great. Yeah, okay. Uh, the real, the, the retaliators, the retaliators. An I'm upstanding intrigued. pastor uncovers a dark and twisted underworld as he searches for Anders answers surrounding his daughter. What? That sounds awesome. This right, came out get- in 2021. You, okay. Keep going. I'm adding, keep going. I'm adding that to the list. Uh, Christmas in Connecticut. That state sucks. A year without Santa Claus. <laughs> White reindeer. Well, sounds it, racist. It, it sucked before Jim Mora got there. The state still sucks. Oh, okay. Good point. Uh, White reindeer sounds racist. It does. Santa Claus has come to town in 1970. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer at number 46. I'm just going to skip ahead to the top 10. Let's go. Uh, top 10. There's a lot to go here. In, in hindsight, in hindsight, some of these are bullshit. The top 100 is maybe a, a bit much. Okay. Uh, number 10, It's a Wonderful Life. I feel like that should be higher. I'm just Much say. higher. Much higher. Uh, number 9 is Carol uh, from 2015. I didn't see it. Number eight is Die Hard. A, I wish that was just a Carol Burnett biopic. I do too. Number eight is Die Hard. Too low. Uh, number seven is 2019's Little Women. <laughs> I guess it's a Christmas movie. Uh, number six, The Nightmare Before Christmas. I've never been a fan, honestly. I like it quite a bit. It's not my favorite of those like stop motion Tim Burton sort of movies, but it's fine. It's uh, my brother-in-law's favorite Christmas movie. And one year, like we were like, you know, it's his first Christmas with us. We're going to make him feel welcome and watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. So I was like, this is fucking awful. Why are we doing this? Is it also his favorite Halloween movie? I don't th- I don't think so. I do like that it's one of those you can kind of watch for both. That is kind of cool. True. Uh, Klaus in 2019 didn't see it, but it looked pretty good. This one actually looked pretty good. Okay. It was like a hand-drawn animation in the modern style. I liked it. Tangerine never saw. Hold on. Tangerine was that the one with the with the she males? Yeah, yeah, it is. That movie was really good. That's a Christmas movie. Didn't think of it as a Christmas movie, but this okay. is people are people are just. It's like whatever, like a, a local municipality 
has a a website poll up where you can name something. In it's the like town. how UCF won the national championship, and you get a ton of write-ins for like butt sex university or things like that. Yeah. That's that's how Tangerine got in there. But you know what? Tangerine has one of my favorite actors in it. It's Ziggy a good Sabatka. Movie. Ziggy Sabatka from season two of The Wire. I still don't know why I don't know this guy's name, but he's fucking awesome and everything. Miracle on 34th Street up next. Yeah, okay. N- number two, The Shop Around the Corner. The fuck is that? I have <laughs> Alfred, I don't know. Uh, James Stewart and Margaret Sullivan are employees. At, what, fuck off. Um, and number one, meet me in St. Louis. This is, this is according to Rotten Tomatoes, the hundred best Christmas movies of all time. I now take the rating of a hundred percent fresh. Uh, I hold, I'm very skeptical about it now after hearing all of these things that you've just read off. I am extremely skeptical about it. Jesus Christ. I am. I'm going to read before we, before we head out, I'm going to read the, the, the one that popped out to me the best was The Retaliators. And I'm going to read the synopsis here. An upstanding pastor uncovers a dark and twisted underworld as he searches for answers surrounding his daughter's brutal murder. Good start. A high-octane original soundtrack and cameos from some of the biggest names in rock music set the tone as this horror thriller reveals a game of revenge played using the new set of rules. Michael Lombardi from Rescue Me, Mark Man, uh, Manchacha from Ozark and Joseph Gatt from Game of Thrones star five finger death punch, Tommy Lee, Papa Roach, the Hugh, uh, ice nine kills, Corey Marks, escape the fate, all good things and more appear on screen and on the retaliators original soundtrack. Listen, you put Papa Roach on any soundtrack and I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in this they, movie. They, I'm going to watch. They had it. to take this job because it was their last resort. This but, movie oh, probably is so bad that it's good, but if anyone who knows me know that I am very much into that. I All right. <laughs> I got nothing else. If you want to watch a Christmas thing, I have a Christmas video that we did, but I'm going to show that to Chase afterwards. That's not for anyone else's eyes. Okay. Okay. Sorry, bitches. I've got nothing else. Uh, I think we can talk about favorite like gifts to get and give and whatnot on next week's show when we get closer to Christmas. I like where your head's at, Jim. Chase, what do you got going on in life right now? I'm around. Yeah, same. I'm we're, just we're watching around. The Sopranos right now. We're around. I've been catching okay, up on. Uh, I've been rewatching Band of Brothers. I watch Band of Brothers probably twice a year. Great miniseries. Probably the best miniseries of all time. Love you it. You cry at the end of Band of Brothers. I cry on certain episodes, and then yes, I also cry at the end. I cry like a baby at the end of Band of Brothers. Thank you all for watching. Salute to everyone out there that is watching our show. Our Garage Army, stay strong. Give it a like. Give us a follow. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Gymnasium. Bye. Bye. You know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Fuck Tom Brady.